comes around to Jeff Tambellini at the near side circle with If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? And off his box, the box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. <laughs> Convincingly scary voice. Ah, 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 ah. One of my favorite ones is coming up here. Here it comes. Wait for it. Here it is. Yeah, that that sound was probably the soundtrack to my childhood. Maybe I shouldn't go into that on this show. Maybe I should talk to a therapist about this. Oh, hi. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food extremely loosely sometimes. My name is Mike. A show about food and culture. We will be talking about some scary food and some scary food songs, and we'll hear some scary stories and things and talk a bit about Dia de los Muertos coming up. But in the meantime, it's time to get spooked with uh, Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross.
trick or treat. Don't leave me alone with these people. Help! Wait, it was my choice. Oh, yeah. That was Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross from the album The High Flying with the Ike Isaacs Trio. And that is Halloween Spooks. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. And what could be more spooky? I'm going to read you some stuff from the Associated Press. Spooky Associated Press. Visitors to a Michigan corn maze, this fall can walk around Kid Rock's head. (laughs) Ah, The Saginaw News reports, Grandma's Pumpkin Patch in the Midland area is showcasing a maze this year that's cut to look like an image of the musician when it's viewed from the air. He's shown using a microphone and pointing to a crowd. The attraction about 100 miles northwest of Detroit picks a different person from Michigan each year to feature in the corn maze. The maze is open through Sunday. It's Kid Rock's head. His head. It's his head. And you can rock around his medulla oblongata and control his thoughts. (laughs) It's very scary, is it? But uh, another scary thing that happened this week is that, well, if you're an artist, what's really scary is if somebody throws away your art. There was an exhibit in Italy, and the title of the exhibit, if I can just bring that up here, is called Where Shall We Go Dancing Tonight? It was an Italian gallery, and it consisted of empty wine bottles strewn on the floor, confetti, a mirror ball, just a big mess. And what happened was art gallery cleaners came around, and they stuffed it into black sacks, and they left it out for the bin to throw it away because it was uh, garbage, you know. The installation called Where Shall We Go Dancing Tonight was swept away in its entirety by cleaners at the Museon in Bolzano in northern Italy. To be fair, says The Guardian, the museum's cleaners were presented with a genuine conceptual challenge. They were told to clean up after an evening event, get rid of the empty wine bottles, that sort of thing. The exhibit is a comment on the corruption of 1980s Italy that tried to evoke the decadence portrayed in Paolo Sorrentino's film Edivo about that same era. It was a careful recreation of the aftermath of a party with lots of empty wine bottles everywhere. Yet far from being a condemnation of contemporary art, says the writer, this habit, cleaners have of, this habit cleaners have of mistaking it for rubbish is proof of its enduring vitality, or at least its indestructible novelty. So says Jonathan Jones of The Guardian. So, scary to have your art thrown away because somebody thought it was rubbish. But then again, says Jonathan Jones, it's all good. So there we go. That was only scary for some people. I'll try to be more scary as we go along. But in the meantime, yeah, we need to up the scary factor here. Here's a uh, a delicious potion, a delicious stew to nourish you from Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Come from one to nine. Spill the only 
One of the best songs ever, wouldn't you say? That is Alligator Wine by Screamin' Jay Hawkins. Also one of my favorite misheard lyrics in there. They talk about how it's going to make you cough and sneeze. Well, Screamin' Jay Hawkins was known to perform while climbing out of a coffin. So I thought he was saying, it'll make your coffin sneeze. I'm not sure how, how coffins can get a cold and sneeze, but there you go. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and what could be scarier than 70,000 pounds of butternut squash? <laughs> what? So, another story from the Associated Press. This in Levitt Township, Michigan. This week, authorities say a speeding truck hauling 70,000 pounds of butternut squash crashed while going around a curve, spilling its load along a road in western Michigan. The Muskegon Chronicle reports the fully loaded truck was headed to a processing plant where it crashed Tuesday in Oceana County's Levitt Township. Sheriff's Lieutenant Craig Mass says the driver, who had minor injuries, was cited for excessive speed. Much of the load was dumped along the roadway, but Mast says the trailer had to be unloaded so the truck could be righted. Farm workers cleared away the squash. Mast says it was, quote, a little bit of a labor-intensive effort. 70,000 pounds of butternut squash. You know, there are a lot of stories about food and things being spilled off of trucks when they turn over, but that's a lot of butternut squash, I'm just saying. Also, meanwhile, in West Michigan, a couple with a love for Halloween and each other got married at a haunted house in western Michigan. The Muskegon Chronicle hmm, says they were married yesterday in a Day of the Dead-themed ceremony. The bride wasn't 
Excited about the idea originally, she says, At first I said, no, I'm not getting married in a haunted house, but we were out shopping and I saw this dress and everything started flowing. It's about the right dress, isn't it? The haunted house at the eclectic marketplace of Ludington is the creation of Dan, Danny V. Vargas, who also officiated at the wedding. So how will the honeymoon go? Are they going to move into the haunted house? If they do, they might want to watch out because uh, funny things could happen, especially if you got stuff cooking on the stove. That's what I hear anyway. I just moved in my new house today. But I got squared away Bell started ringing and changed right loud I knew I'd moved in a haunted house Still I made up in my mind to stay Nothing was gonna drive me away When I seen something to give me the creep one big eye and a two big feet I stood right still and I did the freeze He did the throw right up to me Made a noise with his feet to sound like a drum Say you'll be here when the morning comes Say yes I'll be here when the morning comes Kitchen, my stove was a blazing hot. The coffee was a boiling in the pot. The grease had melted in my hand. I had a hunk of meat in my hand. From outer space, that sat a man on a hot stove with the pots and pans. Say that's hot, I began to shout He drank a hot coffee right from the spout He ate the raw meat right from my hand Drank a hot grease from the frying pan He said to me, now you better run Don't be here when the morning comes What happened to the dessert? That was Gene Simmons, not to be confused with Gene Simmons. This was Gene Simmons in 1964 with uh, Haunted House. That was a pretty big hit, as a matter of fact. All that, all that food, the whole pot of coffee, big chunk of meat, it's Terribly scary. It's quarter to seven. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. Arbolf has walked into the building and he's getting ready for Face the Music at seven. A show featuring songs from years that end in five. Many, many wonderful, beautiful songs, often from the first half of the 20th century. Please absolutely do tune in. It's a lot of fun. It's super cool and it's at seven o'clock. So we were just talking a moment ago about a Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos-themed wedding. And doesn't that sound awesome? That really does sound awesome. Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, 
And there are a couple of events involving that going on in Ann Arbor and Detroit. But first, a little bit here about the Day of the Dead. It's a holiday celebrated in Mexico and in many other countries. The holiday focuses on gatherings of family and friends to pray for and remember friends and family members who have died and help support their spiritual journey. Originally, the Day of the Dead was, as such, was not celebrated in northern Mexico, where it was even unknown until the 20th century. Before that, the people in the church rejected it in northeastern Mexico because they perceived the day was a result of syncretizing pagan elements with Catholicism. That's a very scary sentence to read. Syncretizing pagan elements with Catholicism. So the origins are traced to a Mexican... Of the, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, there's a green, little green man in my mouth. It's making it hard to talk. Scholars trace the origins of the modern Mexican holiday to indigenous observances dating back hundreds of years and to an Aztec festival. It was moved originally... Sorry, the little green man again. Prior to Spanish colonization in the 16th century, the celebration took place at the beginning of summer, but it was moved to October 31st, November 1st, and November 2nd to coincide with the Roman Catholic Festival of All Hallowtide, All Saints' Eve, All Saints' Day, and All Souls' Day. Traditions connected with the holiday include building private altars called ofrendas, honoring the deceased using sugar skulls, marigolds, and the favorite foods and beverages of the departed, and also visiting graves with these as gifts. Visitors also leave possessions of the deceased at the graves. The Day of the Dead and some events going on in the area. On Sunday, November 1st, from 7 to 8.30 p.m., the downtown branch of the Ann Arbor District Library will have a celebration of the Day of the Dead. Says the announcement, Day of the Dead celebrations in Mexico date back almost 3,000 years. The celebration, which occurs usually on the first day of November, has now spread to many parts of the U.S. At this event on Sunday, local artists Gabrielle and Juan Javier Pescador will discuss the history of the centuries-old holiday in conjunction with Javier's photography exhibit, of traditional healers from contemporary Mexico. The event also includes a performance by a traditional Aztec dance troupe directed by Estrella Torres. This is at the Ann Arbor District Library, downtown branch, on Sunday, a Day of the Dead event on Sunday, November 1st, from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Meanwhile, at the Detroit Institute of Arts, there is an ongoing exhibit of ofrendas, They consist of a collection of objects meaningful to the deceased and placed on altars as a welcome to those being remembered or honored. And there's a display of ofrendas and exhibit at the DIA, the Detroit Institute of Arts, now through Sunday, November 1st. And it's going to be on view during regular museum hours. The ofrenda altars are included with general museum admission. Some of the events going on to celebrate the Day of the Dead. Now, what can be more sad than food that is no longer. I think that's what this song's about, but I'm not sure. I returned a bag of groceries accidentally taking off the shelf before the expiration date. I came back as a bag of groceries accidentally taking off the shelf before the day stamped on my Session where their torches as my hand fell in the 
procrastinate again I'll never see myself in the mirror with my eyes closed I didn't apologize for when I was eight And I made my younger brother have to be my personal slave Did a large procession wave their torches as my head fell in the basket Everybody dancing on the casket Now it's over, I'm dead And I haven't done anything that I want Or I'm still alive And there's nothing I want to do So I won't sit at home anymore And you won't see my hat in the window And I won't be around ever anymore And I'll be up there on the wall at the store I returned a bag of groceries Accidentally take it off the shelf Before the expiration date I came back as a bag of groceries Accidentally take it off the shelf Before the date stamped on my As my head fell in the basket And was everybody dancing on the casket Now it's over, I'm dead And I haven't done anything that I want Or I'm still alive And there's nothing I want to do Now it's over, I'm dead And I haven't done anything that I want Or I'm still alive And there's nothing I want to do It's They Might Be Giants. Yeah, that's who it is. Would you believe? No, honestly. That is called Dead. It's about food. This is a show about food and culture, Pandora's Lunchbox. I'd like to take a moment here to look at some food-related concerts coming up in the area. Actually, tonight at the Ark, it's the Milk Carton Kids. They're playing at the Ark. Um, Let's see. I know there are some other delicious, delicious performers coming up. And a whole lot of scary, scary events going on, too. Scary concerts. Oh, not so scary necessarily. Well, actually, very scary, but not food-related. Arbco presents the Halloween Ball Masquerade at the Blind Pig, featuring bands pretending to be other bands. Counter Cosby as Pink Floyd. Scissor Now as Led Zeppelin. The Volcano Worshippers Hour as Rage Against the Machine. Cyrano Jones as The Kinks. And Jungle Fowl as the band Bjork or the personage, Bjork, perhaps. That's at the Blind Pig, 9.30 p.m. tomorrow. Other food-related performers coming up. Wild Honey are going to be at the UFO Factory on Sunday, November 1st. We won't go into that one right now, but there will be... Hold Kellogg, Stephen Kellogg, that's kind of food-related. Saturday, November 7th at the Ark. Sugar Blue at Callahan's on Saturday, November 7th at 8 p.m. And... Last but not least, it's going to be who else but here wait for it. King Con and the King Con and Barbecue Show with Milk Lines opening, two food related acts at the Majestic Cafe at nine PM on Wednesday, November eighteenth. Now this is exciting news. A little scary, but so says this story here at the in the USA of today. Happy hour comet leaves trail of booze and sugar. 
A comet that scientists have nicknamed the Happy Hour Comet is leaving a trail of booze and sugar as it zigzags through the solar system, according to NASA. Researchers were able to study comet Lovejoy's composition composition when it passed close to the sun in January. They had identified ethyl alcohol, which is found in alcoholic beverages, as the simp- and the simple sugar glycoaldehyde, according to a statement from NASA. This is the first time that ethyl alcohol has been observed in a comet. What is she doing there? No, that's uh, Nicolas Biver of the Paris Observatory in France said in a statement. We found that Comet Lovejoy was releasing as much alcohol as at least 500 bottles of wine every second during its peak activity. I think I want to follow that comment, don't you? Okay, this is not as scary, but I'm just getting desperate for things to talk about. In the associ- That's actually scary. The Associated Press says a groundbreaking event is planned this week for the Frankenmuth. Frankenmuth! <laughs> there, it's scary. Farmer's Market Pavilion. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's rural development arm provided a nearly $1.4 million loan and a rural business development grant to support the project. The Frankenmuth Farmers Pavilion loan featuring <laughs> the Frankenmuth Farmers Market Pavilion is the green little man in my head, the green little man. Yes, featuring local spetzel from organic spetzel bushes and free-range chicken fried steak. Mm-mm, all at the Frankenmuth Farmers Market Pavilion. Well, I don't know what else to say about that except to say that you've been listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for extraordinarily too long a time this evening. Arulf and Face the Music is coming up at 7. Let's come back to Screamin' Jay Hawkins. He's always there to save us all. This is a delicious, delicious opportunity for dinner time. This is the Feast of the Mau Mau. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Also WCBN.org. Keep on listening and never stop doing that. Some elbow soup and have them all. Get it straight, don't be late. It's time for mad fun. Feast of the Mile Mouse has begun. Ah! At the feast with the feast of the Mile Mouse. They make wine from the spine and they blow the house. 
the beast of the mile mouth. How they talk, man? They go like this. And how do the women talk? What you want when you want to tell them you want some more to eat, man? Well, how about give me some more of that meat there? And pass me some of the inside of that pie and spread some spread on it, you know, in between the toes. Yeah, sock it to the half. What? Who? Sure tastes good, man. Give me some more of that inside soul. Yeah. Hey, what you mean you ain't got no more soul? Keep on eating, man. Beast of the mouth now. They make wine from the spine of their bulldogs. They stick their thumb in their eyeballs and make people knowledge. Yeah, that's what's happening. Reach into his chest and pull out his ribs, man. Let me fight on that cat's bone. Sock it to me one time. Give up, brother. Give up. Inside five, baby. Can I have a pride here? I'm not with my women. Oh, man, that was good. I think we were having a agreement here that that's, with a possible exception of I put a spell on you, it might be Screaming Jay Hawkins' magnum opus. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. Last time we measured it. It's 7 o'clock, and time for Face the Music. This uh, first half of the show tonight is going to be pretty heavy on the blues and barrel house, and that leads me to suggest that if you like what you're about to hear, if you like historical recordings, uh, largely acoustic recordings, I strongly recommend that you listen on Monday nights from 7 to 8 for the Yazoo City Calling Show. Got a couple of people, uh, Jerry Mack and Weston Hughes, and occasionally other folks getting in there and playing lots of vintage early blues, uh, unplugged as they say nowadays. And, uh, you know, that's Jerry. Uh, you've probably been hearing Jerry on Saturday afternoons with his Nothing But the Blues show for many years. Uh, the way of life here in Ann Arbor, having Jerry on Saturday afternoons. And Weston Hughes created for us the American Vernacular Show, which hits Saturday mornings at 9, right after Pete Brown's Soul Food Cafe. So uh, all of these shows, paying attention to the, uh, the top-secret root system of American culture that mainstream pop culture industry tends to ignore or simply exploit. That being said, I'd like to advise you that uh, what you're about to hear is a nice, scratchy, 